on your heart, just pray for people. Mention them by name to the Lord. He will answer prayer. I was going somewhere today and come up to a red light and uh, I watched that over to the side and people was going to turn left and I'm going straight ahead over in this lane and this one over here is going to turn was about four or five cars back and the guy changed his mind in front of me and just going to pull over and turn and he did and that woman went completely nuts she started blowing her horn at the guy carrying on and I thought what an attitude you know I don't know why that hit me that uh, and then I've been watching the news and everything else and the world's in a mess, isn't it? When it comes to an attitude, and people are so right on the edge about everything. So tonight, I want to talk to you about attitudes. In chapter 2 of Philippians, in verse 1, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my love, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. But not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of his servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I do pray in Jesus' name that you will help us with our mind and our spirit day by day, that we'll keep our thought life right. And Lord, I understand and much studying of thy word that our thought life is so important. What we think about is what we become. And we gotta be very careful how we think or take care of our thought life. So we ask you, dear God, to bless us tonight in Jesus' name, amen. Right attitude is essential for success in anything. I wanna to talk to you about five things that's important when it comes to this thing of attitude. Number one is our attitude about Christ. Matthew 24, verse 41 and 42 says, While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, The son of David. And I want to say to you tonight, your attitude towards Christ determines whether or not you'll get saved or not. Jesus was either the Son of God or the Son of Man only. Now, if he was God's Son, then he was born of a virgin. If he was not born of a virgin, he was not God's Son. 
was not God's son because he claimed to be. Number two, if he was God's son, then he was anointed. Therefore, he was the Christ. According to Acts chapter 2, verse 32, 36, if he was anointed, then he's king. And 1 Timothy 6, verse 15 says, which in his own, which in his times he shall show who is a blessed only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords. So we know he's God's son. He's the King of kings. Number three, if he is God, the son of God, then he is the savior of the world. Matthew 1, 21 said, and she shall bring forth his son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. If he's a son of God, then he is deity. And not just divine, he's, uh, the modernists believe in the divinity of Christ, but they deny the deity of Christ. And I want to say to you tonight, it is not just the goodness of the Lord that saves us, it's because he's God in the flesh that he can save us. So, if your attitude towards Christ is wrong, you're lost in your sins and have no hope. So you got to get your attitude about Christ right first. Number two, attitude our attitudes towards the authority of Christ. Matthew 28, verse 18, Jesus has declared, He has all authority. Now, to respect the authority of Christ is to respect His word. Now, go with me to John chapter 10. I mean, chapter 12 for just a minute. John chapter 12, verse 48. He rejected me and received not my words, as one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. I believe the word of God, the whole Bible, is God's word. Now, by that I mean, then, I, I, that's one of the reasons, and I know this might be silly to you, but I don't use a red-letter Bible. I use a, all of it's the same. And I, I know people say, well, I, I like to study what Jesus said when he was here on this earth. Well, as far as I'm concerned, Jesus said it all. Amen? It's all the Word of God. And so John 7 and verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but him that sent me. So to read... Uh, respect the authority of Christ is to honor his word. And I do. I, sometimes I drop, I, I drop my Bible every once in a while and, and it shocks me. I know that might not happen to you, but it does to me because I have such respect for the word of God. I don't want to drop it. You know I, mean? I don't want nothing to happen to it. I respect it that much. I've, I've been accused of even worshiping the Bible. I do not worship the Bible. I worship the men of the Bible. And that's Jesus Christ. John 13, verse 20 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that receiveth whatsoever I send, receiveth me. And uh, whomsoever I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receive him that sent me. In other words, if you receive Jesus, you receive God the Father. Destruction comes upon men who refuse to hear and respect the word of God. You go back and study ye, you can study Cain, Nadab, Abihu, the children of Israel, the church in Revelation. And you find if you don't respect the word of God and Jesus is saying, you have none of him then. Attitude, uh, we already have the right attitude towards false doctrine. 
Somehow the idea it's okay to believe false doctrine as long as you don't teach it to others. But if false doctrine is okay, then it's okay for everybody. And if it's wrong, it's wrong for everybody. Some want to say, preach the truth, but have the other guy, leave the other guy alone, don't expose his doctrine. But Jesus did, the first church did, and so should we. Now, just uh, about every page of the Bible in First John, ever, just about every page of the book of John, First John, did you know that he called someone a liar in the First John? And I had people literally come up to me and say to me, preacher, you don't want to call people liars. I will if the Bible does. Because the Bible says, many of them lie. If you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself and make him a liar. A liar is used a lot in the Word of God. In John chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. In John chapter 2, 1 John 2, verse 22. 1 John 4, 20. 1 John 5, 10. All use the word liar when it comes to false doctrine. Now, Christ is portrayed in Scripture as a lamb in John 1, 29. And in character, he was a lamb. But he is also a lion in respect to his doctrine according to Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. So we're to be a lion when it comes to respect of the doctrine of the Bible. Attitude, or what's your attitude? Towards those who preach the truth and expose error. Herodias had John the Baptist beheaded for exposing her error and for, her preaching, for him preaching the truth, according to Mark chapter 6. Some love the praise of men, therefore read, Refuse to obey the truth in John chapter 12. Demas loved the present world and forsook Paul and the cult of Christ in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 10. Paul faced stoning for the preaching of the truth. Paul withstood Peter to his face for his sin, Galatians 2.11. Now, what's the attitude towards those who preach the truth? We ought to love them, Amen. We ought to have respect for them and honor them to stand up for the truth. I believe people today are looking for the truth more than ever have before. And the truth is being, it's just being wasted in this world. We ought to have the right attitude toward members of the church. To Paul, despite their great sinfulness and shortcomings, the Bible said they were his beloved brethren. You know what, folks? We ought to learn to love one another. And that's, that's very important today. To John, <coughs> Christians were my little children in First John. All members of the church are our brothers in the Lord. Therefore, they're the finest people in the world. Think about that for just a minute. I love my church. I love people of the church. And I don't want to down no church. I really don't. I'd rather have a church member my next door than anybody. And I mean it. They'll make you a good neighbor. They'll make you a good friend. And we ought to honor and have the right attitude when it comes to members of the church and love them. Your attitude will determine your character here and where you will spend eternity after here. What's your attitude towards Christ himself? Number one. 
What is your attitude toward the authority of Christ? Does his word mean anything to you? What is your attitude towards false doctrine? I can't find... I, I got some of the supposed to be best books to go through. Uh, uh, a lady, Mrs. Smith, used to come here to church. Her husband died and he had a big library. And he gave me his whole library and I appreciate it so much. But you know, I had to go through that library it, because he studied all kinds of doctrines. Now, he was a, he was a steadfast Christian. He never doubted his salvation. He just wanted to know what the Jehovah's Witness taught and what some of the others taught. And he had all these books on all. And you know what I had to do with a lot of them? Go throw them in the dumpster. And you say, Preacher, you ought to throw those in the Yes, I had. I don't, it's like I went and visited him with a, a young Christian man. I got to lead the Lord and he wanted to be a soul winner. So we went out knocking on doors and, and I, the man invited us in, sat down on the couch. He went in the closet and come out with a uh, watchtower book, you know. And he gave my buddy one of those and I said, I don't care for one. And uh, he said, what's wrong with you preaching? You ought to read that, my buddy. That I led the Lord. And uh, so we got through there and I dismissed myself and left, got out in the car and, and I said, give me that book. And he said, well, what are you going to do with it? I threw it out the window. He said, you ought to throw it out the window. I said, oh, yes, I do, because you got no business reading it. That's false doctrine. And it's very important when it comes to false doctrine, especially to young Christians. You can get them confused. I thank God that my, my pastor stood by me when I, when I was trying to be confused with uh, my brother in his church and his pastor and a whole bunch of them set a trap for me and invited me to come down and discuss water baptism, do it now save thee, against by grace you say through faith and on yourself to give to God. And then we went down and my pastor said, you're not going down there that bunch of wolves. I said, what are you talking about? That's my brother and his pastor. He said, you don't know what you get yourself into. And we went down there and sat at a table and I never will forget they, they were ready for me. They had tablets, they had different Bibles and books and everything. And they had five little verses, and here they go round and round and round, and then five little verses, and, and they had a formula how to be saved. And my pastor said, uh, his pastor said, number one, you got to be baptized. And Brother Nam looked at me and he said, Brother Strong, you still in? I said, yeah, I've been baptized. <laughs> and he went on, he'd come to the nation, and he said, and you got to repent. And Brother Nam looked at me and he said, Brother Strong, you still in? You've been you repent of your sins? I said, yes, sir. I repented. And we all, all, all five of them, and, and I said, uh, and anyhow, we got through it, and, and I never will forget it. My brother said, well, wait a minute. Y'all don't leave. Uh, I want my pastor to dismiss us in prayer. And he prayed a little prayer, and I can remember it so good. He prayed, now, Heavenly Father, if this is a preacher now, I Heavenly Father, if you see fit one day, if we might enter into your kingdom, we would praise your name for it. And Brother Nams, my pastor, started laughing right in the middle of the guy's prayer. And it embarrassed me real bad because I hadn't been saved long. And I got out of the car. I said, Brother Nams, why are you laughing at that preacher? That, uh, man, he's a pray preacher. You don't laugh at him. He's praying. He said, Brother Strun, he don't even know he's saved. And he's trying to take you with him. Don't you know you're saved? 
I said, yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. I'm so glad that I had a pastor that stood on truth doctrine and truth when it comes to the attitude of the scriptures. Amen. And false preachers. And so, what is your attitude toward your brother in the Lord? Now, all this determines what you are and what you will be. Amen. You want to you be around a good, happy bunch of people? Be around people that's got the right attitude. And then you'll be happy. Because they'll be happy. The people that's going around all the time griping about something and got a different attitude, just a sour attitude about everything, I don't want to be around that kind of people. I want to be around sweet people. They love the Lord. Amen. And so get the right attitude. If you ain't got to get it. And you know how you get it? Pray. Ask Lord. Lord, change me. Did you see where I read there? Really? I want the mind of Christ. That's what I want. If you got the mind of Christ, then you got the right attitude about everything else. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you bless us as your people and help us with our attitudes. They change every day, but help us get control of them. 